happy Easter, everybody, which is kind of weird to think. Uh, but believe it or not, we are just a couple weeks away from the Easter holiday and, and around um, the neighborhoods. You can even start seeing it, even in the midst of all this stuff. Um, and one of the things that I, I love seeing is right after Valentine's Day, actually, like maybe the day before Valentine's Day, you start seeing the greatest things ever created. There's two amazing things created specifically for Easter. One, chocolate-covered Reese's Easter eggs, which are amazing. And then, of course, jelly beans. But I think the jelly bean of choice at SMT uh, is the Starburst jelly beans, which I wish I could share some with all of you right now, but I can't. Uh, but believe it or not, we're going to be celebrating Easter before you know it, and I'm excited to, to celebrate with you, whether it's going to be at Polaris or, or virtually uh, around a phone or, or around a, a television. Uh, but no matter... How, how you grew up, where you grew up, I'm sure Easter was a, is somewhat of a part of your, your, your background. Um, and the, the neat thing about Easter is it lets you do a lot of cool things. See, Easter, you get to eat an unreal amount of candy. Um, and, and like I said, specifically those Easter eggs, those Reese's eggs. Uh, and I think nothing's better than a happy Easter than chocolate and peanut butter. Uh, people wear, for some reason, wear pastel colors at Easter. I don't know where that came from. I couldn't find the Bible verse for it, but for some reason, the, the pastel colors are out. So when you see the greens and the pinks and the baby blues, you think Easter time. Um, it makes you smile. Uh, we color eggs. Now, maybe you have, your, your teenagers don't color eggs anymore. You should do that. It's still fun. Uh, there's something special about the Easter egg hunt. In fact, I'm thinking this time next year we should have an SMT Easter hunt with just our students uh, at SMT. I think it would be neat, real neat. Parents, we force our kids to sit on the lap of a monster called the Easter Bunny. And, and for some reason, it's, it brings us great joy to do so uh, because it, it could be on our Instagram account and see how my child is running for their dear lives. Uh, and for some reason, we love that and makes us feel happy thoughts about Easter. In this series, we're going to talk about why Easter is so great and why it's a big deal. And not just because we're followers of Jesus, which is a big part of it, but there, there, there's... There's, there's bigger reasons to love this time of year and what Jesus brings to us because of his death and resurrection. So get back to those Easter Bunny pictures. I'm sure you at home it could go right now to your computer or even to a closet where you keep all your all, so students. Back in the day, you could take the, your, your pictures and make, make them out into the film and put them in something called a binder and it's really neat. I'm sure you'd find some of the, the greatest. And I love seeing some. If you go, if you Google Easter uh, bunny pictures, you are going to find some hilarious ones. We have to admit those pictures are hilarious. We have to admit that they are terrifying at the same time. I mean, Easter for the most part is a fun holiday, except for those kids and those terrifying Easter poses. What we take away from the silly pictures is there is fear there. See, fear can take away our happiness almost faster than anything else in this world. And, and we've all had fears, and especially when we're younger and we're kids, 
Uh, fear of the monster under the closet or, or, or under your bed or in your closet. Uh, fear of breaking or losing your favorite toy. Uh, the fear of the dark. Uh, the fear of some animals. The fear of getting hurt or, or, or missing someone uh, who's been hurt or in the hospital or missing out on some fun. See, see, fear can really wreck a sense of peace and happiness. And, and when you get older, fear transfers into other things, like fear of failing a class, or, or the fear of being rejected by your friends, or, or the fear of, of doing something embarrassing and having it be posted for the world to see on social media, or the fear of not making the team, or being cut from the team, or, or the fear of attempting to talk to someone you've had a real crush on for a long time and not getting your name out right. Sure, those fears look different between childhood and, and teenagehood, but they're still very real, and they're still very a part of our lives. And you're t you teenagers know that, and you probably definitely figured it out, that fear doesn't go away as you get older. It kind of transforms. It transforms to something different, and, and you may not even call it fear. You may call it anxiety or stress or not feeling like you have enough time, or enough uh, energy, or enough talent to do what you want to do. So we fear not fitting in, we fear not getting the GPA, we fear that uh, we're not going to get into the college we want, we fear about our health, especially right now, where we're worried about the health of ourselves, the health of our, our family members, uh, the health of people that we love dearly. Uh, we fear failure, and not amounting to anything. We fear that we're not going to live a significant life. Whatever your particular fear is, I don't need to tell you that it's very real. And in reality, that's a part of life in general. We're going to have fears that we must face. Fear is the is things a thing in our life that's stopping us from doing something we should. And we need to really face those the best that we can. Sometimes fear makes us uh, make a decision or not make a decision. Sometimes it helps us uh, avoid conversations because we really fear having a true conversation with mom and dad about the thing that they don't know about. We fear having a, a time on the phone with someone that we haven't talked to for a long time. And what if, what if we had a conversation with our friend we've had for years and all of a sudden it's just not there anymore? We fear that our house is going to be on lockdown forever. And I know a lot of you really miss seeing your friends at SMT, really miss seeing your friends at school. You just wish this thing would be over. Whether we realize or not, fear is fueling our actions. And here's what we really, what really interesting thing about fear. When we really boil it down, we kind of all fear the same thing. We fear death. Now, not to be overblown and, and, and not to go, wow, I really went a different direction from happy Easter to death, but the truth is we fear death and not just the physical kind. For example, we feel fear that what we've done to our friendships could kill it. Maybe you've been holding on to something that you shouldn't have, a conversation, a, uh, a something that you uh, should have told your friends a long time ago, and you're so afraid that it comes out that you knew that thing that you're going to kill that friendship. 
Or maybe you're afraid of not getting to do the things you've been dreaming about. You've dreamt for a long time to be on that team, to do a certain thing, and, and you are so afraid of that rejection that's going to kill that dream that maybe you don't pursue it as hard as you should. We are afraid of getting busted or caught by our parents doing that thing they know we know we shouldn't be doing but have been doing it for a long time. We're afraid of that conversation. We're afraid of that moment when they're going to see what you've been doing. And whether it's a physical death or a death of something uh, uh, that we hope for, fear of death comes down to losing something we think we'll never get back. And we think of it that way, it's easy for us to connect our fear of death to the fear of everyday life and see how that fear feels so final and feels so never-ending. Now we're going to talk about a story in the in the scripture today that I'm excited to you as we look at the Easter story. And I think this makes a ton of sense and it, it really connects the concept of fear uh, to what we can see in Jesus. Now, as we head into the Easter season, you may have heard the, po uh, the point of the holiday isn't about the creepy bunnies or the eggs or the chocolate. You know, if you're a follower of Jesus, that this is the time you always celebrate when Jesus came to earth, died on the cross, and then rose three days later. He rose from the dead. He made this a big deal. This, is the, this Easter holiday is the thing that changes everything. There's a guy named Paul in the New Testament who had an encounter with Jesus that changed his life forever. Now, Paul didn't have the opportunity to be with Jesus during his ministry time. He met him after his death and resurrection. And when he meets Jesus, it changes his world forever. You understand something about Paul. Before he was who he was when he, after Jesus, he was a person who hunted Christians. Like he, he went out and, and used death as a thing to make, put fear into the hearts of people who uh, um, loved and cared for the, the message of Christ. Then he meets Jesus and it changes his world. But does that mean life got easy? No. In fact, if you read through scriptures, Paul went through a shipwreck, which he actually like shipwrecked. He could have died there. He was imprisoned. He was threatened. He was beaten. He was beaten by a poisonous snake. And yet, after all these things, Paul continued to serve and pursue Jesus passionately, regardless of the, the sacrifices he had to make and, and, the, and the certain death he would have to face. And trust me, he died a death for the faith. But despite all these things, Paul seemed to live without fear, without the fear of death. And when we read some of his letters, we understand why. See, Paul wrote a letter to the ancient church of Corinth. Uh, and, and he talks about this, this amazing subject to people in 1 Corinthians 15, verse, 40, verse 54. And it says this, Death is swallowed up in victory. O oh, death, where is your victory? O oh, death, where is your sting? It's like Paul was kind of taunting the idea of dying. As he was reminding the, the church of, Cor of Corinth, the Corinthian church, that Easter, the story of Easter, the, the, the thing that we celebrate and are so excited about, there's no fear in death because of it. When Jesus died and rose again, he defeated death. 
And that means because of the resurrection, death can no longer defeat us. The power of death is now over. It's over. It's, it, the power of death that, that once had over your relationships, your reputation, uh, your hopes for the future, you, you, the, the, the desires to do something great, that, that fear that death brings to those things is gone. Because death's the ultimate fear. And Jesus defeated that fear. And this is why Paul was able to go to bed every night knowing he was being hunted, knowing that he may wake up the next day in prison, knowing that he could be beaten, bitten by poisonous snakes, and eventually killed, and he was fine. Easter means fear isn't final. If Jesus can defeat death, he can defeat the things that you are afraid of too. Fear will try to convince you otherwise, though. Fear will try to convince you that uh, you shouldn't try anymore. Fear will try to convince you that you're not good enough. And fear will try to convince you that people that you love the most will eventually turn, your back on, uh, turn their back on you. Fear will try to make you listen to it and obey it. That's what fear is about. Fear is about power. But here's the truth. Fear is only as powerful as, it, as, as long as it, can fit, you can, it convinces you that it's final. Fear is only powerful if it convinces you that it's final. And we have to know that going into any of our uncircum, uh, uh, um, all these un uncertain times in the midst of, of this coronavirus thing and, and the worries that it brings, that this fear isn't final. This, this fear, it, it has no power anymore because of Jesus. If we look through Scripture, we see it constantly talked about, how we should not be afraid, and, and, and not to fear because God is on our side. In fact, here, here's something that Paul says in Romans chapter 8. He said, The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. Which I love this. Because it means that the Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, that gave that power to do those great things, resides in you right now, in the midst of, of all this stuff. And what Paul is trying to say is that same power that defeated death 2,000 years ago, that rose with Jesus, rises within you when you believe he is your Savior. When you lean on him for all the things and all the, 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 the understanding, he is the reason, he is the reason you can make it through all this mess. When you have faith in Jesus, the power that brought Jesus back from the dead lives in your heart. But where do we go from this? Where, 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 where do we go from here? Where has fear been holding you back? Maybe it's in your relationships. Maybe it's a dream of the future. Going to college, dealing with something concerning your mental health that you've been so afraid to talk to other people about. Doing something you know you should do and it could change relationships or reputations. Maybe actually exploring your faith. That is something that's very scary to, 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 to some of you out there. You come to church, come to SMT, you, you listen to people talk, you, you think it's great, you, you, you engage in small group time, and that's wonderful. But you haven't brought Jesus out of the walls of the smack. And maybe it's time to engage him in something bigger. Wherever your fear may lie, we have to stop it from holding us back.
because Jesus defeated fear from the cross. So what steps should you take to prove that fear doesn't have power in your life anymore? For some of us, it's forgiving someone. It's very scary to, to finally say, I forgive that person for the hurt they gave me. Maybe it's apologizing to someone. Maybe you hurt someone really bad and you have, you have worried about facing them one-on-one. -on -one. Maybe it's time to say you're sorry. Maybe, talk to, maybe it's time to talk to a school counselor. Or, or, or go to an actual counselor and, and talk to someone to help you through some of the things and the feelings that you have. Maybe it's finally seeing a doctor and having a conversation about some things that you need to work on. Maybe it's telling your parents something you should have told them a long time ago, but you haven't because you've worried the outcome. And here's, here's an insight for some of our, for our students. Your parents are going to understand your parents are going to listen, and your parents are going to love you no matter what that thing is. Maybe it's time to ask a one of our small group leaders to help you face something that you haven't been able to face before. Maybe it's time to pick a new friend group. And I know this is probably one of the hardest things to do when you're a teenager, is to, is to look at it, find a new friend group, and start to actually go that direction. The old friend group is not going to get it. They don't know why you're, 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 you're leaving them. But maybe they're just not been healthy for you. Maybe it's time to move on and do something with a, a different group. Maybe it's time to start asking honest questions when it comes to your Christianity. Yes, you, you, you believe that Jesus is the Christ, but you don't take him everywhere. One of the questions, one of the things I, I tell students all the time when, when they're wrestling with this uh, with, with their faith and as I ask them are you actually having a relationship with Jesus or are you just coming here on Wednesday nights because there's a difference and it's a powerful difference when I see a student or an adult for that matter actually engage in you know a true relationship with, with Jesus that's not on a Sunday or, or, or on a, at, a, at a church event it doesn't just change their personal life it changes everything around them Maybe it's time to truly start asking strong questions about your faith. This Easter, no matter what that step may be, I want you to start taking those steps. I want you to start to face those fears in ways you've never faced them before. And, and this means that we have to stop worrying about all the other stuff because, because fear and death have been defeated already. Defeated on a cross 2,000 years ago. And because of that, we can be here in, in, in 2020 in the midst of some very uncertain times and live with absolutely no fear. You know, I, I remember when I was in, in high school and I know um, I had a lot of fear as a, as a teenager. It, it's kind of weird to think of a guy who's 6'3 and, and was really mean on a football fear field having any fear, but I had a lot of fear of, of the things I had to face at home uh, and a lot of the stuff that, that had happened to me. And I know for a fact that it's just it's how difficult it is to actually wake up and, and admit that there's something you're fearing. Um, especially as a guy, and I'm coming from a guy's perspective, you know, we don't like to admit that we're afraid of things, and, and, but we are. Uh, and I know one of the, the biggest things that's changed my personal life uh, as a young adult was learning to face those fears and face them head on and know that I'm okay. That know that, 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 that Jesus has me. Know that I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, to, to 
die in that moment that, that he's going to guide me through all the other things. So I really hope that you take this Easter time and not just make it about the scary bunny pictures or the wonderful chocolates, but truly make it about allowing God to defeat your fear because fear isn't final by any means. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to, to talk to uh, each other in a virtual world about your son uh, and, and talk about how he has defeated fear. That fear is, is done, fear is gone because of him. And let us lean on that this evening. As we go about the, the, our, our, our rest of our Wednesday nights, I ask you to be with us, give us peace, keep us healthy, and allow us to lean on you for all of our understanding and take away our fear. We pray this in your name. Amen. So here's what we're going to do tonight. I just want to make sure everyone knows. Uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, you have about uh, 15, less than 15 minutes until 7. We're going to do a, a virtual small group on Zoom.us. Uh, I've sent links to you to parents via email. I've sent links to our students via their text messages. Uh, uh, Amanda and Joe are going to be leading a virtual small group. And I know one of the biggest things that I'm hearing out there from, from parents and students is they miss each other. They miss seeing each other, miss, miss hanging out with each other. Um, and, and I really hope that that's that's something you guys can do tonight um if you need the the the, the, the link please uh, throw me a quick private message or, or text me or throw me an email i can send you a link um and i think i'm reading this little is laser tag canceled till next year or just postponed i'm assuming that's from it says melissa but i'm guessing that's isaac um at this point i i, I we have scheduled uh, laser tag for the last wednesday of april um, they're really good about moving my, my dates around. I'm, I'm hoping that's still going to be the case. Um, I, one way or the other, I really want to try to have those laser tag events, whether it be that last week of April, sometimes in May. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping to get that. Um, we'll see as DeWine, uh, Governor DeWine and the president keeps on telling us what's going on with, with closures and, 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 and lockdowns and stuff. But that's the goal right now. The goal right now is to have our spring retreat. Um, I'm, I'm still wrestling with a lot of stuff with that. I, nothing's been shut down Round Lake-wise. Uh, so Round Lake, is, is at this point, is shut down any of the camps. So if you are interested in doing church camp this year, please uh, continue to sign up, continue to, to go for it as it is going to happen. Um, my room is okay. I'm trying to read these questions now. This is difficult with so being so far away from the from the camera. Um, but I, the other events, Cedar Point's going to be on as normal. I, I'm hoping by July that's not going to be a problem. Um, we'll be adjusting some of our event schedules in this uh, uh, this summer. At this point, no wing nights and no girls night out until uh, things are open back up. I'm really hoping our next uh, wing night will be in May. Uh, so I, I really hope that's a part of, of, of our, our future stuff, too. Um, this is a season. I know this feels like it's going to last forever, but it will be a season. And, and before you know it, we'll be back together hanging out in the smack. I know Gene Smith is working on making our, our, our nine square of the year actually usable, uh, which I'm excited to have that back up. I can't wait to get back to the Gaga Ball Pit and dominate every one of your students because they can't beat me. Um, so... I'm excited for that too. But uh, if there are any more questions, uh, thank you so much for joining uh, us this evening. Please, 7 o'clock, zoom.us, 
go enjoy the, the there's a high school group and a middle school group and and go talk there's going to be open conversation there may be some questions but i think the most important thing we're going to do tonight is to reach out and, and and chat with each other and see each other uh even though it's virtual face to face so uh take care be safe stay strong and we will see you i'll be uh, live again at 12 noon uh on sunday we're going to talk about the book of james we're going to spend our sunday afternoons running through some stuff of the book of james i'm excited to share some insight with you so i will see you sunday at 12 noon or i'll see you on the virtual chats have a wonderful wonderful night see ya